here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.6 FM in Mtata. All right, we'll continue to take your calls, 891 your concerns, how are you coping? I mean, I'm not sure, but I don't know. I mean, I don't want to preempt this, but I wonder, I wonder whether the lockdown will actually be extended or not. I wonder what you feel. And uh, we are here now. How are you coping? How are you contending with this? How has this affected your life personally? I really am curious. We're going to have a really interesting conversation because I kept thinking to myself, okay, that we are now here. COVID-19 is in this country. And what do we know? The world at the moment has absolutely no answers. We've got everybody scrambling to their talks about uh, vaccines, their talks about medicines. In fact, we heard even very recently about something that's going to come from Cuba and so on. My question then was, well, what about indigenous knowledge systems? Is anybody talking to anybody else? What's going on there? And so we decided to invite someone who I think is very close to the subject and may give us some insights as to what it is that they're doing alongside their department as the Department of Science and Technology, as well as it's now innovation, by the way. Science, technology, and I think it's innovation. And um, the people who hold the constituency of knowledge system uh, practitioners. I thought that that's where we should be going with this conversation. Dr. Ank Shabalala, Director of Indigenous Knowledge-Based Technology Innovation at the Department of Science and Technology, joins us now on the line. A very good afternoon and thank you so much for making the time to talk to us this afternoon. Good afternoon and also good afternoon to the listeners. So we are curious, what conversations are happening between the Department of Health and yourselves as people who convene um, different African um, indigenous knowledge systems. Let me not say African because indigenous could be others as well. Indigenous knowledge systems and what we are seeing from the science science spectrum. Yeah, I think I think it's important for me to to just give a little bit of a context. Yes, sir. Uh, before I could speak to what is it that we're doing. Okay. Um, now within the Department of Science and Innovation, the the are uh, three units which look uh, into indigenous knowledge systems, which we call IKS. Uh, and of course, the focus is on African knowledge systems. Okay. Um, and and these units uh, work with various government departments mm-hmm. for anything, whether it's culture, whether it's health, uh, whether it's environment, whether it's agriculture. Okay. Now, when it comes to, to, to what we, we do at DSI in terms of... Um, African natural medicine, mm-hmm. our work is actually um, predicated upon the, the Indigenous Knowledge Systems Act, uh, which was signed last year by the, by the president, but there has been a policy since 2004. Okay. Also, the new white paper on science and, science and innovation, the bioeconomy uh, strategy, and of course, the National Development Plan. Now, the framework within which we work uh, it's, um, it's based on um, a program uh, which we started over a de- decade ago. It's the Indigenous um, Knowledge-Based um, Bio-Innovation Program with six platforms. Now, one of the platforms is on African natural medicines, and it's in this platform that uh, you find various government departments, the HILA organizations, uh, science councils, and some of the universities. And the main purpose of these platforms 
is actually to conduct research development and innovation using various um, uh, research modalities. Uh, and here we, we want to mainstream uh, and interface ancient African wisdom with modern sciences. So, so yes, we are in touch with uh, various government departments, including the Department of Health, in terms of the work that we do. Now, the question is, uh, what is it that we've been doing with regard to, 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 to the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, I guess? Yes. We, I mean, as soon as this uh, hits hit, hit South Africa, the, there's been various initiatives, as you know, but part of the work that we have done within the, the DSI was to then activate the African Natural Medicines Platform. Um, uh, this is an, it's a, it's a group of experts in, in, in African Natural Medicines research, including consulting the, the, the consortium members that come from the HILA organizations, you know, like the THOs. Uh, I know you spoke to Pepsile, uh, the Nupata, the Inyangazezi, so it's various organizations that are actually signatories to this this consortium, and we had to identify some of the potential uh, South African herbs which are well documented in relation to respiratory infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you recall that this is a novel strain. This is a new, mm. a new, it's a new uh, organism. So no one can actually claim that they have medicine against it because mm. no one has seen it, mm-hmm. including our healers. And mm-hmm. our healers are on board mm. uh, in terms of this, um, this initiative. So we, we have been uh, looking into the various herbs that were used uh, uh, against this infectious disease, including uh, SARS-1. Uh, this is another family of coronaviruses. So we have collected uh, uh, these herbs, and the team of scientists have actually put together the research methodologies and standard operating procedures to start looking into some of these herbs. Some of the herbs we've been doing research for more than five years, actually, on infectious diseases. So this is what we're doing in the meantime. Um, maybe I should also uh, add that the, the, in terms of the work that we're doing, we're looking at three main things. One, uh, uh, you might have heard that if your immune system is good, yes. you you you. You, you you will be able to defend yourself against against the you may be infected but but the infection may not progress to a to a disease mm-hmm. so so part of the work that we do is uh, is work on some of the herbs that have been uh, proven to be immune modulators or immune boosters uh, um, uh, and these are things with vitamins multiminerals minerals but also other chemicals or compounds that can actually fight against in- infections or strengthen your immune system. Uh, two, it's actually health supplementation. Um, uh, you might have had Minister McKeezer saying that it's important for people to eat properly, to eat healthy foods, so that their immune system is, is stronger. So there is work that we have done in terms of from the health infusions. Um, uh, 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 um, there's a lot of these things that are already in the market. And finally, it's looking for antiviral um, therapeutics. This is the this is this will be new work. Everyone including those who are working with the biomedical or the allopathic medicine. Everyone is actually hunting for a solution. Uh, no one has a solution at the moment. Uh, and, of course, there are all these reports that are coming from various places. And, and those who are looking into allopathic research are also, are also required to actually do some clinical work to, to determine whether, indeed, the hydrochloroquine um, um, are actually working or any other 
uh, medicine that is coming from another country. So you can't just cut and paste. So we had we had to actually look into our own our own knowledge systems, our own medicines that have been used in related conditions, and then come up with our own product. That's what we that's what we're doing so far. You you're referring to what you have been doing from past knowledge and past uh, therapies that have been used. Is is there anything new? And and I ask this because so. African knowledge systems, people come from everywhere with what may be the answer or the solution. I imagine that they presented to you a body, yourselves, and you then take it through the tests. That's what I imagine happens. Have we had anything new that's been presented that may be, may be in the pipeline that's been worked on? Now, we, 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 we have a framework which we use. It's a, it's, a, it's a research, development, and innovation uh, system. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this system actually is it's very tight. You can't just accept anything that comes so, to the system. So. Like for example, Gogoban Ban may come and say, Shabalala, I have this herb, uh, and it works against corona. Mm. Uh, and the first thing that we'll ask is, but have you seen any corona patients? Uh, uh, definitely not. So, so let's not even have that conversation. So, at the moment, um, the the we we cannot say that there is anything new because the 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 virus itself is new. Uh, what we what we depending on is using um, herbs that have been used in the past in relation to uh, respiratory infectious diseases or herbs that have been documented and they were found to work against other coronaviruses, not, not this one. When you are in, an, in, a, in a pandemic or epidemic, you don't have time to actually start looking for new things mm-hmm. because research, clinical research takes time. Like, for example, you might have heard that um, we may be having vaccines after 12 to 18 months mm-hmm. because these things need to be tested. So if you, if you look if you if you just hit the forest and say I'll test everything in the mm-hmm. forest, mm-hmm. by the time by the time you come up with a solution, everyone would have died. So the beauty of the model that we use, indigenous knowledge systems uh, that we use, is that um, we use we use knowledge that existed in relation to what is working now. For example, the the the, the there is a there is a molecule mm-hmm. which is known to work against coronaviruses. So what we do, it may be in a normal drug, for example. So what we do is, 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 is we ask ourselves, uh, do we have this molecule occurring naturally in some of our herbs? And if there are indeed some herbs that have that molecule, we then link that to traditional knowledge. And if traditional knowledge says, oh yes, we use this for flu, we use this for bronchitis, then that is a, is a better lead. It actually uh, 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 shortens the time that we will take to actually do research. So at the moment, no, there is nothing new. We're working on, on, on herbs that are known to, to, to actually um, work against infectious diseases. For example, one of the herbs that um, uh, uh, people know that uh, the, the quinine molecules come from uh, it's actually artemisia. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are also working on artemisia, for example. However, we won't, we won't share with you how the, 
how the preparations are done because this is part of indigenous knowledge which according to the to the laws of this country you need to protect the intellectual property in terms of how these things are prepared it's tricky isn't it because it's exactly that that makes it difficult to regulate is it not because if i am ignorant of the i don't know the the, the actual structure or the ingredients or, or how and someone says to me no take this it will assist you how do i how do i then know that i'm protected yeah it is it is tricky the the way that we work and this is not just the, the work of the department of science and innovation uh, at at international level yes. you will know you might have seen the the director general of the the world health organization mm. now within the world health organization the, there is a whole department that looks into traditional medicine. Mm. And African traditional medicines is part of that. Like, for example, there is Chinese medicine, yes, there is yes. Ayurveda, which is Indian medicine, yeah. Hunan, which is Arabic, homeopathy, and, and, and the rest of them. Now, within, within, within the, the, that department, the, over the years, and we were part of, of this work, mm-hmm. we have developed guidelines on, the, on, on how to evaluate medicines, traditional medicines for for specific health conditions. Now this 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 takes care of the research protocols or research proposals so that no one no one claims that what we're doing is mambo jumbo. So whatever we do is in accordance to internationally uh, agreed upon um, uh, standards. That's that's one aspect. The other aspect is then on the registration of the medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the, the, they are supposed to be ways in which we're supposed to tick um, for us to say, indeed, this medicine can be used against one, two, three, mm-hmm. within the science context. Yes. But, but, but what we don't have in South Africa, and I think this is what the healers are complaining about, and we're trying to do something about that. In South Africa, you will know that um, the the healers were demonized mm-hmm, and they were mm-hmm, even yes, lost. It was in illegal, country. yes. Um, um, uh, so, so, so even though um, uh, there is an, an, an interim council on traditional health practitioners, this council is meant to regulate the practitioners, mm-hmm. not the practice, mm-hmm. because, because the practice is a different thing. I mean, um, I may go and get trained by Ugogobanban, Yogovela, mm. uh, so and so, so. So the systems may be different. But when it comes to the medicines, what we're trying to do is, is saying that things like this, things like this pandemic, actually give us, as South Africa, an opportunity as people who are in the indigenous knowledge systems or, or African knowledge systems to upgrade the way we're doing things. Mm. For example, um, we may learn from the Chinese and, in, and the Indians. Um, uh, in, in China and India, you can go to a hospital yeah. where um, uh, you can choose either to be treated by allopathic medicine or traditional medicine, but all these things are tested. And so we think that it's an opportunity for us to then upgrade as a country, also to, to work with the regulator, the, the South yeah. African Health Product uh, Regulatory Authority, for them to then start uh, putting together uh, structures which will focus strictly on supporting the development, the registration, the evaluation of African medicines so that that knowledge that will be coming from these structures can actually go back to the healers for them to know how to better improve on their product. This is the work which is ongoing between us and the Department of Health and and SAPRA.
And I mean, that's exciting for me, but I'm also a little bit impatient as a regular South African. One would want a day to come when I, I would go to a pharmacy and request for whatever medicine that my practitioner has said I must get and know that it's standardized, know that it was handled properly, know that the dosage is right and know that there is a body that looked after this particular um, regulation. Exactly. And you're not the only one. Even us who are in the system, we are, we are super impatient because uh, there needs to be, to be a faster movement. And I must, I must maybe share that um, actually the, 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 the R movement, we, we are in conversation with, uh, with SAPRA. Some of our experts are actually already sitting inside SAPRA um, uh, assisting in actually coming up with um, with, with a model together with the healers so that we have a system um, uh, which will be fast-tracked uh, because, you know, it's 25 years uh, into democracy mm-hmm. and the healers are asking uh, all other, all other in, uh, traditional medicine systems, the Chinese medicines, the Ayurvedic medicines in this country are regulated, mm-hmm. but ours in its own home is not regulated. So, so something needs to be done, and I must say I, I am involved. I'm on the on the forefront in actually um, uh, pushing SAPRA so that we move a little bit faster. Um, uh, and fortunate enough, the the our partner countries, you know, China, India, Brazil, uh, countries that are well advanced, you know, Japan, Korea, are willing to come and assist us uh, in making sure that we actually um, uh, uh, come up with these processes. The, the challenge with South Africa, and you might have seen um, in, in some of the writings and the news, is that we are a, we're a multifaceted country, mm. uh, whereas when you go to countries like China and India, Japan, Korea, they are, they are pretty much more uh, of a unison uh, country. Everyone understands and knows that, oh, this is our knowledge, um, therefore we need to support it. So they don't, they don't really struggle a lot with opposition. Mm. Whereas we're coming from apartheid uh, and we have got, um, uh, uh, well, one, one dominant health system and a system which has been here before colonialism, which is oppressed. So, so there is a little bit of that antagonism. And I feel it's up to also our leaders to, to ensure that we, we, we align these two, two systems. And well, come up with an integrated system just like how the Indians and the Chinese have. Well, well I mean, my, my, my concern, and I dare say, the longer we take, the longer it stigmatizes the practice. Because if there is no trust, then we, we remain where we were couple of years ago when it was illegal for somebody to go and see a, a traditional healer. So it has to be fast-tracked and, and we can't wait. But really, we thank you for the work that you do. It must be tough, but but thank you very much for talking to us this afternoon. You're welcome. Thank you. Dr. Ank Shabalala, Director of Indigenous Knowledge-Based Technology Innovation at the Department of Science and Innovation. Really interesting conversation there. Listen, I would love to hear what you thought about that. Send us a voice note or give us a call on 0891-104-207. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I want to tell you that Mas Chabamdolo is going to be coming up next and she is going to be having a conversation around the Minister of Communications uh, and uh, Telecommunications uh, that 
we are hearing had a video circulating around uh, herself and other people and the minister uh, was obviously in cl- close, close contact with those people. The president has said that well, the president says she, he wants to have a conversation with her. So Maschaba will be having a, a very close look at that story and much, much more. But it is almost time for the news and I'm going to be handing you over to Uzi Lesaku. But before that, I want to just tell you that news was brought to you by Outsurance. SMS out to 40251 now and see if you can save and win. It's three o'clock.